Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Shoshana back with another episode of One Minute Mitzvahs here today on Rosh Chodesh. And what is Rosh Chodesh? It's the new moon, and I love the new moon. It's a hugely important time, the new moon. It's a time when there's new beginnings, new hope. And the new moon is very small. You can barely see it. You don't know exactly when it is appearing out of invisibility. Out of invisibility appears a sliver of hope. The new moon, a new month, new opportunities, new love, new chances. And this is also the month of Adar, which is the month of joy, joy, joy. So the new moon, we bless it, we sing songs to it. Women in the Jewish tradition get together and study Torah together. It's very interesting that the women, this is particularly a woman's holiday, and it is a holiday celebrating, honoring, welcoming the new moon. So really, why is it a woman's holiday in particular? Well, in Judaism and in life Women are the bearers of new life, new birth. Now, I'm not saying men do not birth many things into our wonderful things into our world. Of course they do, of course. But, you know, this is a time of mothering in a way. We're mothering the world when we look for the new moon, for the new possibilities, for the new beauty. Each cycle brings us all kinds of experiences each month, each cycle, and then it's over. And so in a sense also, the wonderful new moon is letting us know things end and they begin again, fresh, hopeful, alive, alive. Now, the mitzvah that I'm going to talk a little bit about today in connection with this is a very simple mitzvah that no one would think it's a mitzvah, but it is. It's a huge mitzvah. It's an important mitzvah. It's a profound mitzvah, and it is. It's a mitzvah to be happy, to be filled with joy. Joy is a mitzvah, not sorrow, not guilt, not hating yourself, but joy. Because when you feel happy, when you feel joy, you're honoring God, you're honoring life, you're honoring the world, you're honoring, you're thanking. It's a way of saying thank you. And you know, in Jewish practice, we sing, we dance, we're celebrating all the time. Life is a celebration and it is filled with joy when we look for that, when we know that, when we want that, when we are willing to be joyful, even in the face of so much apparent difficulty. And yes, 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 that's why joy is such a mitzvah, because if we were joyful only when wonderful things happened, well, it's easy to be joyful then. It's easy when a baby is born, when we graduate from college, when we get married, when good things, so-called, so-called good things happen. It's very easy to sing and dance and feel wonderful and jubilant. It's natural. It's easy. It's natural. And how about when so-called 
difficult times come. It's not so easy to feel jubilant and sing and dance and be joyful then. No, 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 just the opposite. It's much easier to lapse into sorrow, depression, anguish. That's what the natural response would be. But you know what? Taking on mitzvahs, the practice of mitzvahs, we're going against the so-called natural, inevitable or reactive way of living. We're not allowing circumstances to dictate how we feel and what we do. Now that is profound. Usually we allow circumstances, people, events to dictate what we feel and how we live. The mitzvah, the practice of mitzvah says no, no, no. Be joyful, that's a mitzvah. And you know what? Whatever the circumstances are, we don't respond to the circumstances, we respond to the mitzvahs. We respond to it with a mitzvah, through a mitzvah. Now that creates a completely different life and believe it or not, a completely different world. Because if we're singing and dancing and joyful, that will inevitably also attract very different circumstances to us as well. That's not why we're doing it, though. This is not the law of attraction, although that does operate when we do mitzvahs. We're doing it to praise God, to follow the teaching. We're doing the mitzvahs to keep our being aligned with the greater being. We're doing it to respond in a much more fruitful way, healthier way, powerful way. We're taking the power back from circumstances as we know them to be. Now, that's a very interesting statement. That's very important. Let's think about it. We're taking the power back from circumstances. By and large, for most of us, circumstances have the power in our life. God doesn't. Our ultimate self doesn't. But circumstances do. So we're always vigilant about circumstances, wanting to control them, wanting to change them, wanting to manipulate them. And that includes people, of course, relationships, everything. We think deep down, deep, deep, deep down, that the circumstances are what's going to make us happy, joyful. Well, I'll be joyful once my circumstances are lined up. However, of course, the circumstances only line up for a little while, then they change. So what happens to the joy? Boom. It's not real joy anyway, if you're just reacting to circumstances. The, The happiness or the good feelings you have then just evaporate. They have to, because they're circumstantial. They're dependent upon circumstances. They're not dependent upon the mitzvahs. (laughs) Now, when the mitzvah says rejoice, you rejoice, whether the circumstances suit you or not. You sing, you dance, you follow the path of joy. Wow. Wow. What a way to live. And we, the only reason we don't is because we're not aware of this path and what it really is, that it's a path of joy, a path of affirmation, a path of delight, a path of delicious delight. <laughs> it's a path that lifts us above the wavy days 
where this is good and this is bad and this is hopeful and this isn't. It, it lifts us above that. Where our focus is upon what's the mitzvah here? How can I connect to God? How can I connect to the source? Whatever word you want to use. How can I connect to the greater good for all concerned? When that is your constant focus, circumstances have no power over you. And now let me say that is a gift beyond all gifts. And somehow the new moon, <laughs> Rosh Chodesh, the new month, offers us that to start again. Let's try it again. You know, many, many, <laughs> many, many years ago, I had a sitting group, a little zendo, and, and um, we called it, let's try it again, zendo. For those who've fallen off their cushion and want to climb back up on again. I loved that little group. It was many years ago, my early days of practice. And you might think the zendo and the mitzvahs, what, have, what has one got to do with the other? But they have everything to do with one another. It's the sitting practice is a way of be still and know that I am God. It's a way of taking power back from circumstances into your own heart and soul and being and anhara and belly. That's, a, that's another discussion, which I'll go into a little later, but I want to stick with this for today. About falling off your cushion and climbing back on again, falling off the track and then climbing back on again. Falling off and climbing on are not different. The old moon and the new moon, they arise together. Even though we don't see the new moon when the old moon finishes, it's there waiting to appear, which is why we give praise. We're giving praise, we're studying, we're celebrating because the new moon is really here, even though we may not be able to see it. A time of joy is here, right in the midst of what might look like sorrow or incomparable difficulty. And many, many now are certainly suffering from what seems like incomparable, unsurpassable difficulty. How will I get through this? How will I get through this? Many losses, many changes much isolation. How will I get through this? Now the mitzvahs, a time of joy, comes to tell us how. Celebrate. Joy. Joy is the way. Joy is the way through. Find everything good and celebrate it. Celebrate it with another. If you have to do it on Zoom, do it on Zoom. It doesn't matter. Celebrate. Come together. Come together and honor this great opportunity that we have for the new moon, for another day, for another month, for a new moment in time. You know, there is that illusion that we all live with, that what's been will always be. When we're in a situation, it does feel like it will never end, never. That this is going to go on forever, and we can't even forget way life used to be. God forbid if we're sick or if something comes to us, that's very hard. We get stuck in a hard situation, not remembering that there's an old moon and a new moon, that there's change, 
that the months go by, that everything, nothing lasts, nothing can last. So we keep living sometimes for years as if we're in the old moon, as if we're in another cycle. As we haven't really taken that step to the new month or the new moon, we haven't done it yet. We haven't been able to. We haven't been able to. And I understand that. I understand it deeply, having worked as a psychologist for many, many, many years. There's no judgment or blame here. It's just let's look at this process and see how following the path of mitzvahs can really assist in taking us out of that feeling that we can never, nothing will change ever again. We'll never be happy again. If there's a big disappointment, a big loss. I'll never be happy again is a very common feeling. But this is the month of Adar, the month of joy. So it's a question that comes to us, a, a Jewish koan that comes to us and says, will you permit yourself to be happy? Will you permit yourself to rejoice despite the pain you're feeling, despite the confusion? Find something, find someone together if you need to, and rejoice together. Sing. And you may not want to jump up and down and sing and dance, but how can you rejoice? This is another koan. How can you feel joy? Just sometimes saying thank you, thank you for one little thing you find. That's very helpful. That's very helpful. Thank you for this. And then thank you for that. What did I receive today? We don't even pay attention to that. We're so lost in the past and lost in our sorrow. You know, the path of mitzvahs is also the path of thank you so much. It's a giving thanks. The actions inside of them give thanks. They protect you, your relationships, your heart, and the world, the whole world. Therefore, the whole world. They reach over to the whole world and protect the whole world. Place it in a harmony that is uplifting for all. Thank you is the biggest mitzvah, of course, of all. Thank you. So many ways, a thousand ways of saying thank you. You know, many, many, many years ago, I'm smiling. I'm remembering just suddenly I wrote a book called 365 Ways to Give Thanks. Many, many years ago. Many moons ago. But there are more than 365 ways, and actually the mitzvahs, each one is its own way of giving thanks. So right now I'm thanking you for listening, for taking your time out of your precious day and listening. I hope deeply that this has been somehow uplifting to you, meaningful to you. It's offered with a, an open heart. It's offered with the prayer for the new moon that the whole world should be uplifted and healed and move along in harmony and really celebration and joy. Let's focus on what we need to do to celebrate and all the wonderful things there are to celebrate together too. So thanks again. If, if you want the URL for this podcast is theonetent.com. And if you want to write to me or communicate with me, I'm totally happy to hear from you. My email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And I'd love to hear any questions, thoughts, or comments. And I always 
answer back. Okay, have a beautiful day and, and a wonderful, wonderful Rosh Chodesh. Bye-bye.